Hot Takes Your Toast brought to you by Jerry Sunder Cadillac. Cadillac owners may have changed, but luxury has not. Come see the bold new lineup of Cadillac at Jerry Sunder Cadillac today. All right, PK, the Jazz are playing the Lakers Saturday and then again Monday, both games in L.A., two games in three days. One of the features that I think we both believe will stick going forward post-pandemic scheduling. I think we'll still see this. Minimize travel, and then you can get a little higher quality basketball. Pandemic? What's this? I just heard I got to get a shot every year. Yeah, but if you get a shot every year, we'll be post-pandemic. So we never have to worry about the flu either? Don't know about that, PK. You've exhausted my medical training. I'm not the one who was pre-med on Friday nights at Arizona State. That was you. I know, but you always quote your guy. Oh, I don't think he knows either. <laughs> How this thing's going to mutate out there? Tell me the future. I don't think I'd believe you anyway. I wouldn't I believe you. I wouldn't believe Yak. I don't know. Today's a great day, man. I just got a text. Yeah, what'd you get? Not this more about win- the not more about the dog and the Diamondbacks. I hope because that was ugly. No, no, no. This is your Wendy. Enjoy to play with me. I'm available tonight. Text me here. I text it back. And sorry, I'm watching. We're watching the Padres and Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> really shouldn't text back. Then they sell your number. Yeah, this mean, number's alive. You'll get more. I don't want to leave Wendy hanging. No, I think you do. <laughs> That's why you're going to watch the Padres and the Diamondbacks. Or else, you know, you never know. But she's available tonight if anybody wants to. Call her, I guess. But back to what you were saying. So a question you put up on Facebook. Should the Jazz tank or negotiate the standings to purposely avoid playing the Lakers until the conference finals? I'm pissed this morning, man. Why? Why? Let me tell you why. I'm going to tell you why right now. Okay, quit drawing it out. Tell me. So I have sworn off PTI. They bug me. I I don't want to hear about the Washington Pigskins and the Washington Wizards, and maybe we get as high up as uh, Philly and and New York. Uh, But I go to the gym this morning, right? Get there early, obviously. Eh, What am I going to listen to? So first time in weeks, I turn on yesterday's PTI on my phone. And they go, it's not the lead story. I think LaMarcus Aldrich retiring. Mm -hmm, It was. Obviously a big story with him and his health situation. And then they go into some other stuff. They went into and Renan. they get down, coming back after a commercial. Who's on a better streak, Steph Curry or Russell Westbrook? That would be the 12th place team in the East and the, what, the 8th place team? Maybe the ninth place team in the West? How about Donovan friggin' Mitchell? You ever hear of him? Oh, my God. Goodness, they started screaming. People gathered around me. You go, PK. You go. What's your problem? We want to know. And I told them. And they were outraged. The whole club was outraged. You should have seen it. Give me a break, man. How about Mitchell? So I say for the Jazz, you take that number one seed and you punk the crap out of the Lakers whenever you play them. Ready, break. We got a long list of people. Who have a variety of reasons. So we'll run through them and either agree or disagree. Here we go. Joshua says the number one seed is most important. The eight seed this year should be way easier than seventh seed of Dallas or Portland. The Lakers in the second round is probably better than the Clippers in the second round and the Lakers in the conference finals. Might be sixes. 
It might be sixes. I agree with that. I also don't know that Dallas or Portland will be in seven because even if you finish seventh, you still got to win that 7-8 game. And that game won't be played until after you're already locked into your spot. Yeah, but irregardless, it seems to re- reason would uh, that would be that the team that does finish in seventh is better than the team that's eighth, ninth, tenth. And, it's, and, and Doncic is an extremely dangerous player. You got a player like think about these two teams, Portland and Dallas. You know they're not great teams, but on any given night they're great. And those two individuals, Lillard and Doncic, they're great. I mean, they go for fifty. Yep. Yep. And not just that. I mean, they can have all sorts of ways to impact winning beyond scoring. Yes, they get good shots for the guys, and they're really dangerous in pressure situations at the end of games. So, over and over again, they've yep. proven it. Yeah. Yep. So if you go on that logic, there's no guarantee here. But if you're going on logic and just odds wise, that that comment makes sense. Grayson says, win the most games you can and have home court the whole time. You're going to have to beat the Lakers to win it all, so who cares when you play them? Yeah, that's my line of thinking. I don't know that I really care because you're pro- you may not, but stands to reason, again, logically, odds-wise, that you're going to probably face them at some point. If you should get them in the second round, then beat them, and you go into the third round, which is the conference final, with all sorts of confidence. And you've, you've, you've pretty much – the thing about this – is that for the Jazz' sake, if you beat the Lakers, say in the second round, just hypothetically, you get the Lakers in the second round, you beat them, and then you lose either in the conference final or NBA final, none of these national folk can say that was disappointing, they choked, blah, blah, blah. Once you beat the Lakers, you've established yourself as legitimate, no questions asked. No matter what happens going forward, if you beat the Lakers in that second round, and you still have to win eight more games, obviously, to win it all, but if you did beat the Lakers, I don't want to say you're playing with house money, but in terms of justifying is this team legit, that's out the window. I don't see how you could argue that they wouldn't be legit if you beat the Lakers, same thing if you beat the Lakers in the conference final and lost to Brooklyn or Philly or whoever it might be, those two the leading candidates in the finals. You couldn't come back and say, it's just like with the statues. No one's really cracking on them for losing to Jordan. If you want to crack on them, crack on them to losing to teams before, particularly when Jordan was out uh, not playing in the league. But no one's saying uh, they lost to the Bulls. Man, can you believe that? What an embarrassment. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh... So here's one for you. Um, Bryant says, uh, I'm less afraid of the Lakers than I am of the Suns and Clippers, to be honest. This is an injury-riddled year for the Lakers, and I don't think they'll be full strength come playoff time. Don't know that. That's exactly. So there's a couple things there. Now there's probably three things there. I, oh, I don't even get to use the couple, which is my go-to, PK. Uh, one... How long is it going to take them? When, when are they going to be back? And how long is it going to take them to really click and play at full strength? And then when they get back, are they going to stay healthy? And you don't know that. We don't know. Like, is AD 100% and ready to go? Could he hurt it again? I mean, we went through this a decade ago with O'Kerr, and they brought him back for the playoffs, and he tore it in the playoffs. He tore his Achilles. And, you know, everybody's different, and they're not going to tell us whether he's 85% or 95% or 100%. I mean, I assume if they're bringing him back, he's not 50%, right? 
So, but but is he going to be able to stay healthy? We don't, I don't know. We don't know that. And but they I could think, be they could be playing better basketball in the third round than they are in the second round. So maybe they aren't quite as sharp well, earlier. You know, who knows? Uh, uh, right, you, you don't drive know. yourself nuts on this. But I think from the Jazz perspective, you have to go on the assumption that they would be healthy. And honestly, I'd much rather have LeBron at full strength than Anthony Davis at full strength. Because I've seen what LeBron can do with lesser players. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Davis didn't do as much in New Orleans with lesser players. No offense to him. He's a nice player. I'd love to have him on my team. But he's not LeBron, obviously. And so I would much rather be concerned, is LeBron at full strength? Because if LeBron is at full strength and Anthony Davis is so-so or even out, I don't discount the Lakers. Whereas if... Anthony Davis is at full strength, yeah. and LeBron is out. Not that I discount them, but I like the opposition's odds significantly better. And that's just for my overwhelming respect for LeBron as an NBA player. Yeah, I don't have very many questions about LeBron's health. I mean, he got stepped on. It was a weird play. It was a freaky play. We know how he got hurt. We know when he got hurt. We saw it happen. We saw the replays. I think LeBron's going to be healthy in the playoffs, and I think yeah. he's going to have a monster playoff because that's what he's done year after year. Well, uh, all my questions are really about AD. You know, the kind of injury he has, we don't know how bad it is. They're not going to tell us, you know, are they just going to say, hey, this is the best it can be, go and just live with whatever happens? I mean, to some degree, I think that's what happened with O'Kerr. You know, an Achilles injury for a basketball player. I mean, better now than a decade ago. I, I think we're seeing that with Durant. Really but even with Durant now, it's like the constant hamstring injuries. Maybe he'll be better next year. Well, he's year. over 30. I think you got an age deal that Davis yeah. doesn't have. And so uh, it, that's why I say you go with the mindset of the Lakers are full strength. Because yeah. if, LeBron is, if LeBron is full strength, they're really good. He, he's extremely dangerous. And, yeah. and, and now he knows that time's running out. And so he's going to give it everything. And then. If he's into it, he's a dangerous player. So I think from the Jazz perspective, you know, the, the home court thing, we hear about that. Well, in my mind, if home court is a big deal, go win a road game and then you got it. So I'm, I'm not as concerned about that because do I expect the, – the, the thing about the home court, game seven, I'm all for it. Absolutely. And so I put that aside. You got game seven. There's no question I want it in my building. Absolutely. And with that in mind, though, the other games, I, I just don't think that it's the ultimate insurance policy. Even in Game 7, it isn't the ultimate insurance policy. But obviously there's no question I want it in Game 7. Uh, I want the idea of the Jazz finishing first so it just proves we were the best regular season team out there. And it just puts everybody on notice, and it puts them on notice, too. So I don't make as huge of a deal, although I certainly want to have it. Because I think that also, too, if you lose a home game, which they probably would do if they played in all four rounds, then you only have to win one road game. Boom, to get there back. it is. Yes, so agree that point, underline it. Yeah. You you can get it by taking one away, but you've got to stay perfect yourself at home. Right. If you drop one at home, now you got to get two. And here's the other thing. The the Jazz, I think they're going to win the West. Uh, they may not. It's not a total lock yet. But 
that, that you want your team, whoever your team is, you want your team playing well going into the playoffs. Nobody says, oh, I hope we're not playing well. Of course, obviously. And with the Jazz schedule and with the Suns schedule, if the Jazz play well, they're going to be the one seed. Their schedule is easier than the Suns. And we know when the Jazz play well, they win a high percentage of their games. We've seen two nine-game winning streaks and a third streak that went to 11 games. When they play well, these guys win games in bunches. And when they lose games, they're usually doing horrendous stuff that nobody thinks they're playing well. There there were plays in some of these games they lost. There was one game. (laughs) They get a steal, they're headed up court, and Royce O'Neal whips a no-look pass to Donovan Mitchell, who's not looking, and the ball just flies out of bounds. And there was nothing about that, and it's a game they lost. You got a no-look pass to a no-look receiver? Right, and it was a turnover, and it was like, and the camera cuts to Quinn, and he's pulling his mask up over his face like, I got 50 things I want to say, but now is not the time. (laughs) It is bad. If these guys play good basketball, they're going to end up being a one seed. And you want them playing well. I, I think that they will have to dump a lot of games at the end of the year on purpose. And the message it will send, we don't think we can beat the Lakers. Well, you don't want to do that. You don't want to send that message. No, 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 no. You can't. All. You you can rest some guys down the stretch, and they're taking turns resting guys. Uh, you know, with uh, Favors isn't going to play this afternoon, and he probably you know if it were a playoff game, I expect he would go. But it's not a playoff game, so the combination of playing a lot of games and his knees bugging him, it's a good time to sit him down. Yeah, but you get to the end of the year, we've seen teams sit guys for two or three games at the end of the year. But we went through the playoff schedule yesterday. They're already going to have five days off. What's the point of giving somebody games off for the last two games of the year? They're going to have five days off waiting for the playoffs to start. Maybe six. Yeah. So, this is a great theoretical discussion, but really, you want to be playing well, and if they play well, they're going to be in the one seed. And you don't want to say, we're shutting everybody down for a week because we don't want to play the Lakers. That's a horrible message. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coming up, we can run this past David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz. He's going to join us at 8.30. And the Lakers on Saturday and Monday. Jazz playing twice in three days. Kyle Goon, former Salt Lake Tribune writer, now writing for the Southern California News Group as a beat writer covering the Lakers. Kyle will join us at 9 o'clock. Stay with us.